Hello everybody and welcome to Friends Till the End, your one-stop shop for all things Friends as we critique the whole bloody sitcom episode by episode in order of chronological from when it was first released. I'm Michael, I'm joined with a stranger I met on the train today, Elizabeth. Hi Elizabeth. Hello Michael. How you doing? I'm well, how are you? I'm doing alright. You buzzing a little bit from the episode we just watched? Kind of. Oh, there's a little magic in the air after that one. Dude, I called it. Wow, you called it about five seconds before it happened. That is still calling it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, in the loosest possible sense. Whatever, you didn't say nothing. Oh, but you knew. Yeah, because last time something like that happened, you were like, oh, but you kept on... Yeah, yeah, like... don't do that. I'm glad you didn't do I didn't do, that. do it, yes. I knew it was coming. I, I want to call it for myself. Good for you. Thanks, man. Good for you, Alex Trebek. So, yeah. Would it... we, have, we have just finished watching season two, episode 14, the one with the prom video. A classic episode. You think it's a classic one, Michael? Well, this one... I mean, big stuff happened. They can't, but the thing is, they can't all be classic. Wow. I wouldn't have thought so either, and yet every week, just classic after classic. You know, last week they're getting 52 million viewers this week. I think, Michael, when we end this, I'm going to ask you, what is the classic episode? So keep that in your right. in the back burner of your mind. I will, but the chances of you remembering that in four years' <laughs> time are pretty slim, so we'll, we'll see how we get on. Okay, fair enough. Before we talk about the episode, do you want to do a little bit of Ask Elizabeth? Of course I do. Okay, this is your favorite part. You live for this. <laughs> ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. It's our classic segment where you the listener get to pose a question to our dear elizabeth it can be about friends or it could just be about life if you want life advice this is the lady to come to she's my like people wonder like our relationship she is just my life coach basically she guides me through this this rocky world so elizabeth one of our our frequent listeners it's a return question from mr nick breaker his question for you today is a two-part question and it's a little bit on the mean side, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Mean to me? No, no, don't worry. All right. Is Joey actually hot or just <laughs> chubby and forward? And would his shallow techniques work in 2017? <laughs> what? Is he serious? Yeah, he's serious. Chubby and forward? First of all, he's not chubby. Yeah, this question would come a bit better later on. He gets he gets a little bit bigger. He wears it well, though, Matt LeBlanc. He's just a bigger bone dude. Like, he would never... Is he? Yeah. Okay, well, Nick, we are in only season two, so I don't know if he's going to be chubby, man. Don't give me any spo- spoilers. Okay, then focus on the first part. Is he is he hot? Or is it is it, uh, is it his uh, game that gets him the ladies? Yeah, I think it's his confidence. I think he's an attractive person, but I don't think... Like, personally, I wouldn't say he's hot, but I think he's attractive. Mm-hmm. So Would- it's definitely his confidence. Like, you see that all the time. Guys aren't that cute, but they have this way about them that they're just very self-assured, so it's attractive. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Just That's being, true. being naturally handsome, I, I oh, wouldn't know. I thought you meant because you're very shy and don't know how to... You don't have any game, man. Well, I don't need any. You seen this face? Mm. Mm-hmm. Would his shallow techniques work in 2017? On the right type of girl, yeah. Yeah. He could he's be... Like the, he's like the original fuckboy. They'd probably work better, like... Now that you've got Tinder and and what have you, all you got to do is swipe 
whichever direction you swipe in order to get a date. I think it's swipe right. All you got to do is swipe right and he'll show up, he'll, he'll flash that smile, putty, yeah. putty in his hands. I think, I don't think that those one-liners will ever really go out of style because somewhere out there, a girl is just kind of looking for a cute guy to make her feel pretty and bada boom, call it a day. I think there's still place for it in the modern world. Like, I know it is behind the times, but like, if, it kind of puts your cards on the table right from the beginning. Joey at no point is like promising you like a lifelong relationship and endless love for a thousand years. I mean, with the with Joey's technique, you know you're gonna get a roll in the hay and a good time from a, a chubby Italian and He's just immature. He, he's, yeah. he just doesn't seem like he's there yet or that he wants that yet. He doesn't mislead and, and anyone that's like, though. Yeah, but that's the thing. He doesn't that's okay. You don't yeah. have to, like, every time you go out on a date, want it to be the one that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Sometimes it's just fun to date. Right. So, I think they would work. He is a man in his mid-twenties enjoying being in the greatest city in the world. Greatest city in the world. He's just loving it. He's loving life. And I don't think we should judge him. Not by 1996's standards and not by 2017 standards. The world has changed a lot in, in 21 years, but not Joey's... Playful womanizing. <laughs> May it continue forever. Amen. <laughs> so thank you for the question, Nick Breaker. If you have a question for Elizabeth, Twitter is where it hits up, at Elizabeth. You can tweet us. Or, you know, if you if you don't want everyone to see your question ahead of time, you can you can DM us on Twitter as well. Our DMs are open at uh, FriendsPod. What does that mean? It means... Our, our, we can be sent a direct message on Twitter without... Oh, a direct message. Yes, without oh boy, someone am. following us or without the, us following them. I am not up with the times. No. Well, you're not allowed on Twitter. A DM? Yeah, direct message. I got you. I think of like district manager. Okay, but on Twitter, there, <laughs> there's no district manager. I don't know, man. Right, yeah, no, you don't know. All right, all right. Let's move along. All right. We've got to talk about the one with the prom video. It was great. You enjoyed it? Yeah, it was a good one. Honestly, like, season... I'm glad I stuck with this show. Because season one was just like, oh, Lord. Yeah. And season two has gotten really, really good. But the thing is, I really... I've noticed that I think I enjoy this show show more than I probably would watching it alone because of your reactions to it. Really? You know, because you laugh at things, and then it makes me laugh. And so I appreciate it more. Well, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to hunt away. I'm trying to find things because I know where we're going. I know what's going to happen. I know what's, I know what is on the videotape in this episode. So I'm trying to find like the little things. Mm -hmm. The nuances. I'm looking for the guy in Central Perk who's clearly wearing a wig. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. So this episode, the one with the prom video. Yes. First aired. First of February, 1996. That's like less than a week after the Super Bowl, right? Because the Super Bowl's on a Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah, this would have been on the normal Thursday night slot. Kind of like when we put out our podcast. Sundays and Thursdays, what? It obviously had lower rating than the last episode, which was 52.9 million. But what, well, of what, course. Where, where do you think we're at, Elizabeth? To give you a more accurate reading, the ones before that were 32.2, 31.6. Where do you think we're at? Do you think that extra 20 million people, how much of that extra 20 million people stuck around? Um, this is tough. I think, uh, let's see, I'm going to say 33.8. 33.8, you little cheat. 
I didn't cheat. 33.6. You had a little look. No, I didn't. Mm. I pinky promise I didn't. You that, can't break a pinky promise. That result's going to have an asterisk next to it. I didn't cheat. <laughs> I didn't cheat. All right, all right, all right, all right. Moving on. I'm really smart. The episode opens Ugh. in the bachelor pad. We've got Joey and Chandler hanging out. Joey comes in. Billy Big Boots making a bit of money now on that old soap opera gig. Days of our lives. You know, that's like America's longest running soap opera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, making money. Making that sweet, sweet days of our lives money. So he, he decides he wants to pay Chandler back for like headshots and stuff. You know, getting him started. So he, he writes him a check. $812. That's nice. That's nice. I'd love it if someone handed me a check for $812. Me too. Ah, oh, that'd be so sweet. I'd be Our going address to re- is... I'd be going to Red Lobster <laughs> that evening. Red Lobster. Seriously, we might have to start asking for money because we're about to run out of bandwidth for all of our episodes. So. <gasps> oh, no! Yeah. So he gets him that, but that's not all he gets him because he really values him as a friend. He of gets course, him... Of course, yeah. A gift. A gift. A beautiful bracelet. Just shining. Beautiful. All sparkly. Gives mm. him a bracelet. It's like a golden, thick band... It's like something a uh, Egyptian pharaoh might wear. Mm-hmm. It was just so beautiful. But Chandler, ungrateful Chandler, he's, he doesn't seem that keen on it. No, and Joey got it engraved and it said, To my best bud. He's <laughs> yeah. so sweet. Aww. Yeah, but Chandler's like, Oh, that's that's so nice. Yeah, great. And he puts it away instantly. He like, puts it in a drawer. Puts a chair in front of the drawer he puts it in. I mean. I mean, Joey is smashing like conventional conventional gift giving norms of that period i mean guys don't give each other bracelets or jewelry in general that's um a bold move from old joey triviani he's a trendsetter well i think like joey would wear it you know so he thinks oh this would yeah he's an italian stallion man totally yeah i think he thinks it would be very attractive to women and (laughs) that he would probably wear it himself i guess why doesn't he buy himself one he thought it'd be a nice gift mm-hmm. to say thank you to Chandler for paying all the rent and the bills and his headshots. And, eh. I guess so. So that sets up Chandler's journey on this episode. He's got himself an ugly bracelet that he can't get rid of because it means so much to Joey. I thought it was a watch at first. It yeah, so it kind of looked like a watch. Yeah. Did you like it? I didn't hate it. Really? Yeah, you didn't really seem to... You didn't know what Chandler's problem was. You were like, no. oh, no, that's a sweet gift. Like, I mean, I feel like if I had met a guy mm-hmm. and he was wearing something like that, I'd probably I'd probably notice it, definitely, because the way it's so flashy. You not miss it. You see it from fucking space, mate. <laughs> but I'd probably ask him about it and say... What's the deal with that ridiculous person? No, I would say it in a nice way. <laughs> but, I'd pro- you know, clearly it's something that... He feels the need to wear... I don't know. Yeah. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. All right. Would you wear it? Oh, no. Oh, no. Goodness me, no. I don't really like anything, like, metal on my wrist, though. I wouldn't wear, like, a metal watch. Yeah. Just because of the heaviness of it, or...? Well, I mean, with the interlocking pieces, like, the in- interlocking, like, sort of chain metal, I got hairy wrists, man. That, that, <laughs> that metal locks in on the hairs. It's not, it's not comfortable. All right. Fair enough. Mm. Cassio all the way. <laughs> so that opens the episode... We get the opening credits, we go in, Monica's on a job interview with Noel from Frasier, who is leading the interview. He's like the sort of weirdo Star Trek fan who likes a Roz in Frasier. Oh! Yeah. I like that name, Noel. 
You do? Yeah. Wow. He's doing it a disservice, I dare say, in this episode. Aww. This This episode was directed by James Burroughs, who, like, directed lots and lots of episodes of Frasier. So. Oh, so he's like, all right, can you come and audition for this? Okay, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. 1996. So anyway, yeah, he's there. Monica is on a job interview. The guy's like, all right, you've got a good resume. I want you to make me a salad. And then it just turns a little bit creepy. He's like, is the lettuce dirty? I like it dirty. And she's like, oh, you know, I'm going to wash it. Don't worry. He's like, oh, no, no, no. I like it dirty. I like it dirty. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, are those those tomatoes gone bad? Are they very, very bad? And Monica gets creeped out and leaves. Uh, Yeah. I was very confused. I, I thought he was hitting on her at first. He kind and of is. I, I guess, but I think it's more he has some weird, like, cooking fetish. He had to, because she's like, well, no, I'm going to, he's like, are those tomatoes firm? Are you going to cut them up or, or whatever? And she's like, well, no, I'm going to julienne them. And he's like, yeah. What does that mean? Julienne. It's like a way to cut them. Like, like I, I mentioned very thin. Ooh, okay. Something. So... Yeah, I, I think he has some weird, like, cooking fetish. Well, he does it in a restaurant. Well, especially when a, an attractive woman is preparing it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Oh, what a creep. And, she, and Monica did the smart thing. She's like, and goodbye. And I'm out. Mm-hmm. Monica, not having luck on the job front. Still unemployed. It's been a long time since those five steaks and an eggplant. She's trying, though. I mean, clearly she's putting Finally. herself out there. Yep. That mocklet gig fell through. Yeah. Yeah, she's applying for things, it seems. She's putting herself out there. Mm-hmm. Ross is in Monica and Rachel's apartment. She He answers the phone. He takes a message for Rachel. Some guy. Casey, I believe his name is. Yes. And Ross is just... He's jealous. He's just like, well, I shouldn't be taking messages for Rachel. I should be the one leaving messages for Rachel. He's like, well, you had your chance, buddy. You blew it. Yeah. It's never going to happen. Never in a thousand million years. Move on, Ross. Go back to China. Is Casey a popular men's name? Well. Is it in the UK? No. But no. it's not a popular girl's name in the UK either. Uh, yeah. I've only met girls in the US with that name. Casey Affleck. Oscar winner. I, ha- I have not met him, no. No. But that is an <laughs> example of a, a, a male person. I guess so, name. yeah. Mm-hmm. Phoebe is like, don't worry about it, Ross. It's going to work out for you two. Phoebe's very confident in them. She says, she's she's your lobster. Which is a nice little metaphor. Because lobsters mate for life. As highlighted in the popular indie movie from last year, The Lobster. With I Colin Farrell. I think that's so cute. That lobsters mate for life? Well, it's just that, that, that that's what she said. Well, that's because they never, like, live longer than five minutes before they're thrown in a pot of boiling water. No, no, no. Lobsters can live really long. (laughs) They can. They just don't get a chance to. Well, the ones that they haven't caught, the fishermen haven't caught. Mm, True. But how cute is that? She's your lobster. Mm -hmm. That is so cute. I love Phoebe. You're the best. What about your otter? Well, because they, they hold hands They and hold stuff. hands so they don't float away from each other when they're sleeping. It's so precious. It's pretty cute. It's so cute, but like lobsters live a lot longer. I don't know if it's true, but yeah. Well, you don't know if that's true, that they hold hands? Yeah. Who oh, knows? Oh, no. I, 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 I want them to. Yeah, I want to. A swan's mate for life as well, I believe. Yeah, but they're mean. They're no, beautiful. They just don't want to be bothered. I can relate to a swan. You are a swan. I just honk oh in gosh. people's face if people come up to me. Oh. Like, get away. <laughs> yeah, I can break your arm. 
Chandler is not loving the bracelet. <laughs> That's kind of... That, I mean, like, if I'm going to summarize every scene I'm in, he is just basically <laughs> complaining about the bracelet. <laughs> I thought you were going to... I thought you made a mistake when you said that. I kind of did. I, I didn't have much to say. He doesn't like the bracelet. He is moaning about the bracelet. Uh, copy. I could just copy and paste me saying that for every scene that he's in. Uh, there is an obvious woman eyeing him up, like... She is, like, yeah. peering at him as if she is, like, looking through a dirty window trying to recognize somebody. It's just, like, she, she's, she's sort of leaning over her table. She's sort of stooped over. She's like, hmm. And she's a couple feet away from him. Yeah, You know, right. his back is to her because they're sitting on the sofa. And she's so in what a, is she staring at? She's just trying to get a really good look at the back of his head. Maybe she's trying to hear their conversation. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. But Christ Almighty. And Phoebe points it out to Chandler that... There's a very beautiful woman that's eyeing you up. Mm-hmm. So he goes on up and he introduces himself and she seems interested, but she almost immediately catches a glimpse of the bracelet. Uh, the bracelet cock blocks him. She makes her excuses and she is out of there. She was not a good actress. She could have been the one. No, <laughs> definitely not. She was, she was like, I mean, okay. If that was you and one of your girlfriends had said, there's a, a pretty woman eyeing you, and you're single, and, like, it wouldn't hurt to meet someone new. Would you instinctively just walk right over to her once you've seen that she's done that? Uh, no, I don't know. I'm not sure. I felt like his move was kind of bold. Yeah. Yeah, or, Chandler. Or desperation. Sometimes Chandler is bold, and sometimes he's bashful, and sometimes he, like... Yeah. I don't know. Like, he needs to know that the, the woman likes him or finds him attractive before he does anything like he couldn't just like walk up to someone that he thinks is cute first yeah like he's he's not bad at picking up women but he's just unlucky with them it never seems to work out i don't know why i think he's cute i know you do (laughs) monica is in a fix because she needs money she's basically gonna ask her parents for money so we get to see jack and judy back old elliot gould and um the actress who plays christina pickles is it? Isn't it? I don't know. I don't know why I know that name, but isn't that right? It sounds right. So anyway, let's just say it is. Okay. Old Ellie Ellie Golding and uh, and Christina Picklepix. Just pickles. All right. Well, they're back. <laughs> they're great. We like them. Always a pleasure to see them. They bring a bunch of Monica's stuff around to her apartment. Lots of old boxes with her stuff. They're clearing out her room so they can put in a gym. They didn't want to clear out Ross's room because it had so many trophies. <laughs> He's the golden boy. I, I, I feel Monica. I feel her. Why? I see you, Monica. Youngest child. No, just, just. I know what it's like to have older brothers that maybe have done some things in their life, and the first child isn't the first child always the favorite. Think about it. It just depends. You know, Monica, I see you. All right. The parents have a fun little interaction with Rachel. They're sort of like, oh, we're sorry to hear that your parents broke up. And Rachel's like, well, they might get, they're when we separate. They might get back together. And then they're like, oh, they've, they've been miserable ever since we've known them. <laughs> they're like, oh, shit. She's like, what? It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, ever since, uh, ever since that trip to Hawaii. She's like, what trip to Hawaii? And he's like, oh, you know what? That was probably me. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have laundry to do or something? He like whisks her away. Good stuff. Good stuff, old Jack Keller. Yeah, they're they're always a, a delight to have on screen. Ellie Ellie Gold Gold. 
bringing home the gold medal for chuckles in this episode. <laughs> there is an awkward scene in the coffee shop where Rachel is clearly is having a conversation with a tall, handsome man. He, she is clearly enjoying his company. He is telling jokes and making her laugh. Ross is sitting across the way, giving them the old stink eye. He, he reads the situation incorrectly. He thinks that this guy is harassing Rachel. Thinks, ugh, this guy, she's trying to work. Leave her alone. Oh, I didn't get that at all. What episode were you watching? I I thought he knew that he was, like, they were flirting. And he didn't like that. Well, that is that is the subtext to it, yes. It is, like, it's bothering him so he looks for something that isn't there. I, I, genuinely be- I, see. I genuinely believe that he thinks that she was bothered by him. Like, he's sort of talking about it, and Phoebe's just sort of like, no, they seem to be cool, dude. It's okay, fine. yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. But I think, like, in his heart, he thinks he's doing a nice thing. Because he goes into it with mm. such confidence, and he seems quite oblivious afterwards. But anyway, he goes over, he's like, oh, I'm going to save her. I'll, I'll rescue her from this awkward situation. And I still, I've seen this episode so many times, I still don't really get what his plan was. He... He listened to this part. He couldn't even watch. He had his eyes closed. I didn't like it. It's so awkward. It's so awkward. It wasn't that awkward. It's kind of awkward. He goes over and he's like, Oh, Rachel, are you Rachel Green? I'm Ross. Uh, And then then what is it? It's like they were meant to be set up on a a blind date. He pretended like he... They had... You know, either she had herself on a profile of some sort. Like a... A dating profile that he answered the ad to. Right. And and then he says that he might have got the dates wrong. But how does that make her look bad? Is it just she is someone that is made an arrangement on like a per like answered like a personal ad? Like she's desperate to find somebody or she's dating lots of people. Right. Something like that that might look bad. I don't I know. I don't really get how that makes her look bad. Like, especially if this guy... We don't know if that's Casey or not. This um, could just be a random guy. But, like, the random guy could just be like, oh, well, you applied for a personal ad. That doesn't mean that I don't want to... Unless it's... She is a, like, call girl. Yeah, that's kind of how I always read it. Like, before, I watched it this time around. But I didn't really get that this time around. Because he was sort of like, oh, well, it's something to tell our grandkids about. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, if he if he was going to set it up that way, I think he would have done it differently. I think he just wanted to rescue her. And I don't think she would have thanked him for making her out to be, like, a call girl. I don't know. It's weird. I guess yeah, I don't. I don't like that scene. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Like the whole scene, really. But anyway, the guy, the guy excuses himself. He's like, "Oh, right, I'll leave you to it." And then Rachel is not happy. She basically chews out Ross for a little while. She is mad. Ross is basically insane. He tries to explain the lobster principle to her, but he just does it very like it's a very simple concept, Ross. You're my lobster. Lobster's mate for life. You are the one that I'm meant to be with. And he's just sort of like, lobsters uh, going about in the cage, like linking, <laughs> linking their claws together. It's just like, Ross. Look, like, not everyone can be as eloquent as Phoebe. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that reaction? It was a, like, Phoebe's, like, it's not a hard concept to get. No, no. He just was all fumbling around like bumbling idiot. Eh, Wow. Anyway, Rachel's pretty harsh. She's like, it's never going to happen between us. Move on, buddy. Get over it. Yeah, because she said, you know, I was crushed once and now I was crushed again. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's it? Yeah. Like She's not willing to put her heart no. out there again. Chandler goes mental about the bracelet. He basically bitches it out, calls it like a 
cast off from Liberace and it's a Mr. T piece of jewelry and but Joey hears it and he's so upset. He doesn't even say anything. He just he just walks out. It's sad. Yeah, it's I hated sad. it. It is sad. I don't like to see them fighting. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not even fighting. He's not angry. Well, he's like just, his feelings were hurt. His feelings are hurt. Like he spent a lot of money and time picking that out, getting it engraved, giving it to his best bud, mm-hmm. thinking he's going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Um, Ross runs in to see his parents. Jogs in. They're uh, around it. Uh, like sprints in. <laughs> sprints around the apartment. I don't know why he's running. It's very strange. Anyway, they're hanging out. Uh, they they talk some stuff over. Um, basically, it's a stab. Like Jack's character is fleshed out a little bit more, where he just says inappropriate things. He's like, "Oh, that's Steffi Graf. She is a nice bum." And then he's like, "I'm just saying." And then there was another thing right after that. Oh yeah, there's a woman at my work that's a lesbian. I'm just saying. Judy wants to know where Ben is, and well might she ask. She's like, "Where's my grandson today?" I'm like, "Where is your grandson, Judy?" <laughs> no, where is knows, Ben? Judy, we've seen him three times in fourteen weeks. This is borderline child abuse, Ross. Well, I mean, neglect. I should say, not abuse. No, no. Well, think about it. He would most likely be with his mom if he's if she's breastfeeding. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, look, I'm not. Yeah, but. And, like, you'd think he'd maybe have him on weekends or when he's not working. Like, if, if he's working a, a nine-to-five or whatever, he wouldn't have him. And if she might be on maternity leave or might be home, it would make sense for him to be with her, right? Look, it's a running joke. Ben is absent. Okay, got don't, it. Don't pick it apart. Okay, just kidding. Uh, what the hell? Yeah. Um, Monica is trying to psych herself up for asking her parents for money. She tells her parents they lost her job. The mom starts to freak out. Judy starts to freak out. Elliot Gould is like, don't worry about it. We've always, we've raised them well. We always told them 10% of your paycheck, save it. Don't worry. That's what it's for. It'll be fine. Monica's got savings. She'll dip into it. No worries. So Monica's like, no. Because she can't ask him for money anymore. She's either mislit, she either hasn't saved or she's, you know, been unemployed for so long that she's spent all her savings. But she ends up borrowing from Ross instead. Yes. Ross has dinosaur checks. Which you probably would love. Mm Mm-hmm. You spend and you learn. I don't know what you're learning from a dinosaur check. I was going to ask you that. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe like, it had little like interesting facts on it? I doubt it. It's probably just a picture of a dinosaur and the name of what the dinosaur is. Oh, okay, so maybe each one is a different dinosaur? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I wouldn't hate that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of Monica's thing. She's now borrowed money from Ross. He's a good brother. Chandler feels bad. Joey does the sort of, I'm not angry, I'm disappointed. You should have just told me that you didn't like it. Chandler calls himself a wank, which is weird. Like, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm a wank. Yeah, we don't really say that here. You don't say it here. No. So it's not really a word, but like in the UK where you call someone a wanker all the time. Yeah, but it's a wanker, it's not a wank. A wank is a verb. Yes. You have a wank, and a wanker is... It's a slang. It's a noun. Like, you are a wanker. Yeah. To be clear. Not right. everyone might use these. Right, but you don't... Someone isn't a wank. Somebody wanks. <laughs> they do. Or, it's true. You would never call someone a wank. To this you would never like call somebody a wank. You would call them a wanker. So, I, I, like, I don't know what he's trying to do here. Like, are they trying to intentionally use, like, weird British slang and then just using it wrong? Or is wank used in America in some other way? I've never heard wank. Yeah. I've only heard wanker because of you... My Scottish friend here. Well, we, and it is definitely wank. We looked up the subtitles for it as well, so it's not wang, and it's not 
Wink. Wang oh. maybe would make sense. Wang, yeah. Wang would make sense, but it was definitely Wang. The thing is, if you were in Chandler's shoes, would you have told your best bud that you hated the gift? Well, you heard it. There's nothing to be said. Oh, right, right away? Right away. Because that's what nah. Joey was asking. Why don't you just tell me that you hated it? What would you have done? I don't know. I think... I don't think I would have come out and said it, but I think my reaction around, like, I don't think I would have been able to fake, like, too much enthusiasm about it, and I feel like a friend probably would have picked up on it, and we could have just moved on and never spoken about it again. But because Joey is so oblivious, it was just like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. So, anyway, it sort of comes down to Chandler loses the bracelet, and he has to go on a frantic search to find it. And then Gunther's the hero. Gunther finds it. But not before Chandler thinks it's lost, so buys like a replacement for it. Mm-hmm. So now he has two bracelets. He's like, oh, now I've got two bracelets. Duh. And then Joey walks in with him holding two bracelets. And he's like, why do you have two? And he's like, I got this one for you. And Joey's like, yay, hooray. We're matching. Yeah. Best friends. Best friends. But now that means he can't return the other one. So he's just out $400. That's how much, did they say oh, that's how much it costs? Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, so now Chandler is stuck with his one, and he has bought another one. And the, that is how the Bracelet Buddies were born. <laughs> bracelet Buddies. The episode ends with kind of this prolonged sequence where they were going through, like, Monica's stuff in the boxes that her parents brought over. They find an old videotape, so they're like, oh, let's sit down and watch it. And it's a video of Monica and Rachel getting ready for prom. Senior prom, I guess. Yeah, you know, junior, senior, prom, whatever. Mm-hmm. And instantly, Ross is like, oh, we don't have to watch this. Mm-hmm. But Monica's like, no, 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 why don't, that's cool, let's watch it. And we get to see pre-nosejob Rachel. Pre-nosejob Rachel. and Fat suit Monica. Fat suit Monica. So Which that's I, my first introduction to fat Monica. Overweight Monica was referenced by Many Ellie times. Goes, but yes, that yes. is, this is the first time we see her in the fat suit. Spoiler alert, it won't. No, I figure they've been making jokes about how she used to be overweight. I hate, I think they're cheap jokes about weight. I think it's crap, but I'm going to run with it because this is the 90s. I feel like if this was made now, it would be maybe not there. Whether you're making jokes about it or not, sitcom audiences, they love a person in a fat suit. Sure, they do. I think it's, I think it's cheap. How I Met Your Mother did it. I think it's cheap. It's cheap. I think weight isn't something to, to laugh at. I don't know. It's just my personal vendetta. I'm sorry. But regardless, we see nose job Rachel, fat suit Monica. And an we afro see Ross. Afro and mustachioed Ross. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we sort of get this sequence and it is very, it's filmed in the style of like a 1980s home video. It's like really good. Like it, I go back and watch my home videos from that time that my parents were filming and it looks just like it like it's got that kind of grainy yeah. grainy filtered um look to it it's very well done it's good it's, it's very good indeed but it seems like when you take home videos you're not filming every intimate conversation and in this video they film everything yeah but it's not like back when back when it was still a relatively new like the home video camera i feel like people were like they would just kind of shoot whatever and see what comes up. Like our old Christmas videos that we have from that time, it is just 
I'm just going to film everything. I got the camera out. We're just going to film the whole thing. I guess so. Because yeah. it's not like a videotape. It's not going to store up like memory in your phone. Like it's just, it's just there. You just go through it. Sure. I don't know. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's weird conversations that you probably wouldn't record. I mean, they're there just to kind of forward the plot. But sure. like I'm willing to buy it a little bit. I think it's okay. I, I thought it was a little strange as a first time viewer to this. Mm-hmm. I thought that they probably would have turned it off and started it back up again, or they would have filmed the action and not so much soliloquies, if you will, mm. you know? Yeah, Aye, fair enough. So we get Rachel turning up at their house, pre-nose job Rachel, which I do believe Jennifer Aniston did have a nose job. Like in her first acting gigs, she was in like a leprechaun horror film. Wait that, a minute, what? What was that, Courtney Cox? A leprechaun horror yeah. film. Jesus. Oh, you don't know the leprechaun horror series? Uh, no. Okay, so she's in the first one, I think, like, pre-nose job. Um, so I think she actually has had a nose job. I mean, she referenced, oh yeah, they had to, you know, make my nose smaller due to my deviated septum. Yeah, that's just bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, she's there, they're getting ready, <clears throat> Ross, you see, like, him awkwardly chatting to Rachel, sort of like, oh, I'm going to work on my music. And, like, she asks him to, like, tie up the back of her dress, and he's like... <sighs> having a, a pre, like, a preteen panic attack. He's having a moment. <laughs> Monica's boyfriend is there. They're waiting for Rachel's boyfriend. Oh, is that her boyfriend? Well, date for the prom. Oh, okay, yeah. Fine. We're waiting for Rachel's date to the prom. Chip. Chip. Chip no-shows. Rachel's all upset. She's like, no, I can't believe it. And Monica's like, well, I can't go either. So Solidarity. So old Elliot Golden Gold Gold pulls Ross aside and is like, you should take Rachel to the dance. You should do it. And he's like, he's like, no, I'll give you my tux. We'll do it. So they go upstairs. Ross agrees to do it. Puts on the tux. They're like, yeah, you're going to be the hero. They're walking down the stairs and, and Jack is like, Rachel, we've got a surprise for you. And he looks around the corner and he's like, oh, no. And old Chip's there. And they're all off out. See you mm. later. Don't wait up, Mum and Dad. We're off to prom. And then we're just left with Ross looking all sad at the top of the stairs. This is the origins of sad Ross. And now we know why he's <laughs> so heartbroken all the time. I know. It's pretty sad because you do see him like, Take a minute before he goes down to see Rachel to be like, you can do this. Like, you got it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. giving himself a pep talk. He grabs some flowers out of a vase that were in the house to, like, give to her. And so anyway, yeah, it's kind of our first introduction to sad Zachary Ross. Kind of makes you feel bad for him, though. Well, he was going to be nice and take her to the prom. And... He, but Yeah, he was going to be. But then, but then we go back to modern day New York. Modern day New York. And Rachel just without a word. Stands up, walks over to Ross, goes over near the door, and kisses him. She plants a wet one right on the right on this moocher. Oh Lord! <laughs> I ruined this great moment. You ruined it. I'm sorry. She plants a big wet one right on the kisser. The thing is, she finally sees how much he cares for her, even way back then. Like mm. she, I think she almost needed the reminder, and she needed it in such a in such a way that was so authentic. Hmm. So she just goes over and kisses him. And everyone's just there, like, happy about a clapping. The audience lose their shit. They lose their shit a little. Like, there's the audience reaction's really good, actually, because there's, like, she walks over and she sort of puts her hands on her chest and sort of hesitates, and then she kisses... And, like, the audience don't know what happened, but then when she first makes, like, that move for the hand on the chest, there's, like, some people in the audience that sort of go, <gasps> as if, like, yeah. oh, shit, he's having it! And then when they kiss, they're like, yeah! 
<laughs> and I did call it the five seconds before. Yeah, five seconds. As soon as she got as up. She, as soon as she leans in for that kiss, no, you're like, I think they're no, going to kiss here. Mr. Michael. <laughs> no, it is. As soon as she walk, she gets up and starts to walk over, I was like, she's going to kiss him. She's going to kiss him. Because what else is she going to do? Go over and slap him? Yeah, no. How dare you? I was happy him. with Chip. Either she's going to leave, she's going to slap him, or she's mm. going to kiss him. And I chose kiss him, and I was right. You were right. Oh my gosh, you. how amazing, huh? And you said that, like, yeah, all the friends are watching as well, and like Phoebe's like, oh, and Chandler's sort of like, yeah, looking like kind of back and forth, and Monica's just doing her thing, but Joey is just sort of sitting. Joey doesn't move. He doesn't take his eyes off them. He's just sort of staring. He's got like a sort of proud smile on his face, but he's just like. Everyone else is kind of like looking away and like, no, okay, well, this is nice, but this is people smooching and having their first kiss in front of us. Second kiss, I suppose. But Joey, he's just sort of like perving away on it. Oh, I thought his smile was so authentic. It was. It was sweet, good. It was sensitive. It was. It was just the fact that like they cut to him like twice and he's just yeah, sort of like, like, they cut him at the wrong moment. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. Roll and the credits. Go, right? Big moment. Big moment right there. And then we end the episode with Monica watching more of the old tape. Uh, There's a bit where she's dancing with her dad. And then videotape cutaway. Something's been taped over it. Awkward, fumbly sex scene between old Judy and Jack. Oh, Lord. I wasn't prepared. Monica's just sitting there eating ice cream, watching (laughs) like, oh, how sweet. All of our memories. And all of a sudden she sees her parents making a sex tape. Lord. You had the same look on your face as she did. Well, we are very similar. Confirming that you are the same people. But it's oh like... Oh, God. Who set that up? Like, who's recording it? And, like, it's just them under the sheets. Like, if you're going to go to the trouble of filming yourself having sex, you don't get under the sheets. Like, why record it then? They couldn't show it the way they show things <clears throat> now. Well, they didn't need to show any of it. They could have just done the cut away, and then you could have just then you could have just been on Monica's reaction and well, not see hear, what was on the TV screen. And yeah. then you hear, oh, Jack, oh. But no, yeah. we just see, like, a sheet, like, moving up and down. You're like, Well, maybe it was going to get there. I wanted to see more, Elizabeth. <laughs> I wanted to see more of Jack and Judy. <laughs> Pay good money for that tape. You can get it. I think it's available online somewhere. Oh, yeah, let's go look. Oh, boy. All right, we better wrap this shit up. So, yeah, good episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are really hitting, like, the golden period now. I think from here... So it's just going to go downhill? No, no, no. We're, no, we've not peaked. Like, we're, we're in, like, the golden part. So okay. I think, like, for the rest of this season, all of season three, pretty much most of season four, I think, we're, like, quality, quality, quality all the way, pretty much. So the next couple after that? Then The seasons after that? I mean, it's still good. Like, it never stops being good. I don't like we never okay. go back to season one, but it becomes a different show as you go on, like as you age and like. I hope I don't not like it as it gets along. I don't think so. I don't think you're ever going to stop liking it. Well, you know, because I didn't like it at the beginning. It doesn't go back to that though. Like it's weird. Right. Like it's a different beast. Yeah, but is that because you start to feel for the characters and associate with them? And... Sure. Okay. Yeah, you'll All be right. fine. You'll be fine. We'll see about that. I mean. We're in it now. We're not stopping now. So even if you start hating it halfway through season four, tough, tough I have luck. To keep going. Five and a half more years. All of my it. Ask Elizabeth questions will be like, "How can you hate this?" Yeah. <laughs> All right, we better wrap this up. These episodes are getting longer and longer and longer. 
The next episode <laughs> is called the one where Ross and Rachel dot 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 you know. <gasps> so. Well, that gives it away right there. Break up. No. Kill each other. No, they like you know. I, I'm not following you. They. Bang. They bang? Yeah. They take a one-way ticket to Bone Town on the I F train? Alright. Well, we'll find out. Until then, thank you all very much for listening. This has been Friends to the End with Michael and Elizabeth. Thank you all very much for listening. Be sure to follow us over on Twitter at FriendsPod if you have a question for Elizabeth for our Ask Elizabeth section at FriendsPod. If you want to help support the show, help us reach a larger audience. Word of mouth is spectacular. Tell a friend about us for sure. And also going over to iTunes and leaving a nice rating and review is a massive, massive help. It really helps us reach a larger audience. And the larger the audience we get, the more warm and fuzzy we feel in our stomachs. So please do that as well. Just take five minutes out of your day. Okay, I'm almost begging now, so I'm going to stop. Thank you all very much for listening. Elizabeth. Michael? Yeah, see you next time. All right. Bye, man. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah.